0: Yo, what up, y'all? You are listening to Behind the Baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Listen, y'all, we got a great episode for you today. Of course, the weekend wrap up. My boy DJ Homicide is going to make it. My Seahawks are trash. Fire the entire fucking coaching staff. Who won the $20,000 Seattle Mariners chain? Gavin Newsom is a fucking idiot. Still on my no carbs diet. I've lost quite a bit of weight, right? I leaked pics of my gold mini fridge and the internet went insane. The Seattle BBDTC boxes are on hold and we got fan questions and a whole lot more on a brand new high definition fresh as fuck episode of BTB. Miles, Jordan, Lakey, let's fucking go. So, uh, before I begin my rant on my fuck shit, and you already know I'm in a fucking terrible mood right now, um, my boy, Craig, aka DJ Homicide, is uh, he's doing better discharged from the hospital um i got to get him from fucking vegas to la but uh when we get here we we got to get him some professional help and we got a long road ahead of us and it's tough because i got a lot on my plate as it is and you know but this is my boy so you know we just got to get my boy right and i really appreciate all the uh, the positive energy you guys sent um from the last episode but you know my boy got ptsd Legit, legit, like how Vietnam vets get it, like really bad, and uh, his anxiety is just taking over, and I can't let this happen because PTSD could take over your mind, your mind and your body, and it'll literally control it. It will own it. It will own it. You can't do nothing. It will turn you into something that you aren't, and I can't have that happen to him. I just want to see my boy fully healthy again, happy, and all that. All right. So yeah, man, it's we got work, we got work to do, man. Speaking of getting healthy, um, no real super significant loss over the last two days, but a week later, and I'm almost 12 pounds lighter, right? Once I get down to 190, I'm not going to go as ham, you know what I'm saying, until I get better. Well, I mean, I'm not going to cheat and eat fuck shit and bullshit until I get better with my cardio game, right? But I'd love to have a cheat day like two times a month, you know what I'm saying, So basically, so many fucking people, 700 fucking replies on my Instagram stories, Um, just me posting a picture of some fucking, some uh, salmon collar. So basically, let me give you my my routine for what it is, and pretty much, it's very close to this on a daily basis, it's boring. I can mix it up, make it exciting, but you know, it's also a bitch. So as much effort as you got to put into it, just the effort of fucking eating the shit, it just sucks. All right, so I wake up, I have coffee, right? I have three eggs, um, I know it's a lot. <laughs> I just got I gotta figure it out. But I've been having like eggs. I haven't had it every single day, but basically just scrambled eggs, you know, and nothing. Pepper. That's it. Right? I might add a little bit of ketchup and that's it for lunch. I'm um, pretty much having chicken breast and I mean hot sauce and whatever the fuck I can get, you know, whatever kind of sauce I can do with that. It's not too crazy with the sugar. And then um, you know, I have some veggies sometimes, sometimes I don't. For dinner, I have fish or chicken or steak. And I just have basically that, you know, just have it cooked, grilled, um, nothing fried. And again, veggies. Um, Some nights I have a salad and I have soup and that is my dinner. And I'm just like, fuck it, you know, too bad. You know, I could live off my fat. Um, And then pretty much on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I get on my echelon bike at nighttime and I ride for 12 minutes. Now, the thing is, when I lost 53 pounds in three months and I stayed off that shit for, I was a good, you know, solid Nine, 10% body fat, real slim. And uh, I was in the best shape of my life. I wasn't doing more than 12 minutes of cardio. I didn't need to. You don't need to. You could do eight to 10 minutes of cardio better than somebody who's doing an hour if you know what you're doing. You have to be at your target heart rate, right? Your heart rate can't be going too high and you don't want to burn muscle. You only want to burn fat. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So my target area for heart rate is like 123 to 135 beats a minute, right? I just repeat that. And um, I repeat that diet, you know, daily. Uh, I still drink my Bukhari sweat, which is like Gatorade. So it's like really not a lot of sugar. But now that all the water weight is gone, I'm going to need like extra assistance to get like, you know, these, these pounds off, you know what I'm saying? So I'm probably going to have to switch up in a week or two to drinking water only, or like maybe add Crystal Light you know, like little packets and shit that have zero calories. It sucks. It is what it is, man. You know, just zero sugar sugar drinks. Not the fucking Coke, zero, none of that shit. That shit's actually... People don't realize this, man. Diet Coke's actually worse for you than regular Coke. So do some research on it. It's, it's true. Um, also, if I decide to take some supplements, I will probably shed a lot more weight. Don't know how serious I want to get with it. But at the same time, I shouldn't bullshit, right? But yeah, you know, um, those key three things that helped me lose 53 pounds were obviously diet, cardio, and CLA, 1,000 milligrams, L-carnitine, 500 milligrams, and green tea extract, 1,000 milligrams minimum, right? That's going to help me probably drop the next 15 pounds. Uh, 10 would be cool, but I'm I'm thinking, no, let me get to 185, that'd be cool. Sucks, but I got to do it. Now, you know what else sucks? I'm actually seeing a lot of my friends and now coworkers catch the coronavirus, Like, I don't, uh, I say a lot, fucking seven of my fucking friends have got COVID in the last week, in the last fucking five days, four days, and then one of my employees had got it, and uh, it's fucked up, you know, there's so many people just really got no clue, they don't get it, again, shit is getting fucking insane, I'm actually kind of worried about it, I thought I had to get it, so I'm gonna get tested today, but... You know, uh, I just have a sore throat, and I think that's because I sleep with the AC on, and obviously I talk a lot on the podcast. But I have no other symptoms, and I've had a sore throat for like four days. You know what I mean? That's not a symptom of COVID, anyways. It's getting bad, man. This shit is really bad, and it's spreading, and people have bad information still. It's fucking nine months, nine, ten months that there's been fucking info out there, and you just don't like fuck what web. I mean, don't worry about the news sites or anything. Just Google shit, right? That's not on a conspiracy thing. Just like really Google things and you're going to find decent information, okay? Joe Budden the other day tweeted that. He's like, no, no, I ain't going to get cordon dog. I'm good, love. I ain't worried about it, man. He goes, I got the antibodies. And I'm like, yo, that type shit really makes me sad. Like, you don't fucking know, like Joe, bro, you don't know that you can still get the shit and your antibodies only last around two to three months max. And remember, there's different strains of this shit this shit hit different all right so like i don't get it you know and as for the vaccine now for the healthy people they estimate that healthy people that we would get this by april of 2021 is when we should have it april 2021 okay now fuck you okay you first but i'm definitely getting that bitch by my birthday Okay, now I'm not waiting to fucking April. Fuck that shit, you know? But listen, guys, please be safe. Don't be a dumb fuck like fucking Rudy Giuliani, but who's actually just a fucking complete scumbag, you know what I mean? He got COVID, and people are like, oh, no, it's false positive. No, motherfucker, he's been getting tested every, like, few days. So they say no false, false positive. When you get tested every few days, and then you get the Rona, you got the Rona, dog, okay? And that'd be some shit, if he dies from it, okay, that scumbag piece of shit, another piece of shit, who is on the, on the fucking left side, Gavin Newsom is a fucking idiot, okay, not because he told everyone to stay at home, and don't do this, whatever, and then he got caught eating with like 12 people at one of the fanciest restaurants in the world, and indoors, eating with 12 people inside, no mask eating, fucking, just, that's not why he's an idiot, okay, He's an idiot because our shit is all fucked up in the state of California, okay? Yes, Florida got it worse. And I think Texas probably too. And of course, Atlanta's real fucked up. But look, the way that we should have gone about this whole thing is like not half-ass. We've been doing half-ass except for that one time we really shut down people didn't know what the fuck to expect and the fear was dead and whatever. That was, we were on the road, to recovery people are complaining oh the fuck da, da, da. the fuck i mean i just i want to get a gun and start shooting motherfuckers man is that going to help yes it will all right look australia hasn't had a case or a death in months in like three plus months they haven't had a case nothing all right they're out having fucking parties festivals chilling okay because they shut down for real No market, no restaurant, no fucking outside, no nail salon, no going out to fucking eat some ass, no going out to go suck your boyfriend's dick or your girlfriend's dick, I don't fucking know, okay, none of that shit, okay, and there's other countries that did that shit too, you get caught outside of these places, like in Paris and shit, and you're not even in your city, so you get caught outside and you're fucking 20 miles away from your fucking city, you're going to jail, or you're going to get fined a crazy amount of money, and it's going to be something you got to pay, and it's too fucking bad, fuck you, all right, People actually obeyed the rules there. All right. Meanwhile, we got flights coming in every fucking hour to fucking shit going out and all this other bullshit. No, Gavin Newsom was like, hey, there's no more um, non mandatory travel. But bitch, what the fuck are you going to do? They're still fucking, airport's still open. Like, oh, we got a flight. Man, fuck all this shit. This shit is fucking bullshit, bro. Make motherfuckers show a positive test. I was fucking four hours fucking fresh. Do some rapid fucking PCR test. This is bullshit. All right. There's motherfuckers driving here from Arizona, driving to Mexico, coming in from Mexico. Motherfuckers are driving from Oregon. Look, they should have been shut down every fucking border of California. Should have shut down the country, but at least shut that bitch down for like four or five months Then say, oh, you want to come into Cali? All right. Quarantine for 14 fucking days in a shitty ass motel like these other countries have been doing. Okay. And again, ideally, it would have been dope if the entire United States did this, but nope. We're just stupid as fuck, okay? We got like movie production offices that are going because of fucking money, right? And I get it, sports is going on, whatever. And they, you know, only the NBA got it right. Baseball had it kind of, you know, right? Football got it all fucked up. But you can't have fucking movie production, TV production offices, you know, having their little lunch tables outside and fucking tents and shit because they got money and they've paid extra amount of taxes, whatever. But yet, restaurants can't have outdoor dining with the same type setup. It's really confusing and stupid. You got fucking flea markets that are open and all kinds of other shit. Just lock it all the way the fuck down, okay? Give motherfuckers their money. Like Ireland and other places in Europe and Asia, they're giving, their, every single fucking citizen, every single adult, I'm sorry, is getting like $1,500 average or more, right? And I don't know if, that's, if it's a month or a week, I forgot. I got to check it again. I was reading it. I'm so sorry I fucking didn't get that stat. But they're also getting up to 70% of their income salary-wise, okay, to stay the fuck home, all right? We got some bogus stimulus that stinks. We got billionaires who all, all these billionaires have gotten extremely wealthier in this pandemic, and it's fucking gross. Okay. Nobody's going to listen here. It's all fucking bullshit or obey. Freeways are still packed, and it wouldn't matter if motherfuckers weren't going anywhere to go take their masks off. Nobody cares. Okay. If you're going to somebody's house, you're all wearing masks. Like again, it's just, but again, nobody's going to do it the same way. And just as of the recording of this podcast, okay, hotels are apparently shut down. Who knows that that shit's right? I don't, I, you know, it's all fucked up. You know, what I do know is, I'm not going to fucking Seattle. I told you before. I was like, oh, I think I'm not. Whatever. No, officially, I have now canceled the trip. Got my refund because that you know we can't fucking fly. It's not essential. All right, so I'm gonna push the Seattle BBDTC boxes until next month. Now check this out: the T-shirts. That you see with the 12 logo now i might put them for sale three four weeks after the boxes but they're exclusively for the box the hats they're exclusively for the box they're not for sale okay so just hold on to your bbdtc box and your you know, chop up game money because uh next month sometime in january will be the soonest that i'll hit seattle but um, yeah, this is just bullshit. You know, we need to fucking shut this shit down. I wish we had locked down for real, like Wuhan did, like a fucking Australia did. I was ready for it. Like, fuck, this is gonna suck. Alright, cool. In the long run, it would have saved us a lot of money, a lot of fucking lives. But again, the way we wear masks here, currently, even right now, is a fucking joke. It's pathetic. Okay. People in Japan, people in Asia, they wear masks daily. They don't pull it down. They haven't fucking had, they don't have the shit underneath their nose. All right. And this is pre COVID I'm talking about. For over a decade, they've been doing this shit in Asia. You know what I'm saying? People people here, I see them with the fucked up shit they look like. It's just fucking. Look, I'm so fucking sick about talking about this. So look, I'm, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to drink some motherfucking Bokari sweat. Yo, Miles, man, play me some Lakey-inspired real quick, man, and take us to a commercial break. Hey, guys, the stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete, a washed dad, or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a very real thing. That's why a Theragun is a must own. I even got mine on the go. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed and power. And now as quiet as an electric toothbrush with the all new Gen 4. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. With an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app and the power you need. Starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com baller right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash baller. Yo, what up, y'all? Uh, I know we're supposed to do this once a month. And uh, once a month, we get the fan questions. And um, um, it's been like six weeks, man. But you know what? It's all good. You know, We got it now. Fan questions. You already know. Go to the um, iOS homepage. You can leave a question now if you want to right after the show. It's all good. Leave a five star review in question format, and if it's a question I've never answered before on the show, I will answer it live. All right, so let's start. Uh, Dumo B or Dumob, Dumob or Dumo B or Domo B. I'm not fucking. Says what's up or question. Hey Ben, how you been? Uh, I've been fine. Thanks to you being how you've been on the cast. Uh, love your podcast, Ben. I want to know your ties in the porn industry any relation anyone any Forrest Gump stories with notable actresses like Carmen Hayes or Lisa Ann have you ever winked off to an actress before after you've met them do you know Sienna West wow balloons also any relations or Forrest Gump stories with Trap God Gucci Mane I love him so much I love you so much um porn stars I know quite a few Nikki Benz is a friend of mine um some old school heads I'm just trying to think man Like I know Well obviously My boy Um, Why the fuck am I fuck? Oh I'm sorry Jesus Christ Because I know his real name Ashley uh, Jules Jordan Is um One of my really good, good friends as well He's a huge director He's probably one of the biggest Porn directors there is I've been on the set You know what I'm saying uh, My friend uh, Mia Miley I don't know a bunch of other people I don't know who Sienna West is Um, I don't know who Carmen Hayes is I know who Lisa Ann is Never met her have I ever wanked off to an actress before that? I'm not really... Um, I don't really watch a whole lot of porn. But uh, I do know the owners of Pornhub. And they did give me a lifetime membership. And uh, sorry, man. But I, I would love to watch some more porn. I, you know, there's not really too many girls that I really fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I like the MILF shit. And I like... Uh, what's, uh, what's the fucking girl's name? Fuck. Tiana Trump. I like... She's cool. There's not really like a lot of... I don't know man I, I feel like they're lacking right now who's the other chick there was this fucking blonde anyways uh, Gucci Mane I never met the dude in my entire life but he performed downtown at the hundreds party and Tyler the Creator very early in his career and when he was in Odd Future he was so excited to see Gucci he jumped on stage Gucci's like 6'6 six, six. he was fucking this is pre-jail when he was as hood as fuck Gucci choked Tyler the fuck up. He choked the shit out of him and then threw Tyler back into the crowd and Tyler was totally cool with it. He tweeted about it on his private page. He was so fucking excited. That's the only fucking story I got. That's pretty Forrest Gump right there. That was pretty crazy. I was talking to Tyler after. He's fucking weirdo. I think he skateboarded there. He was just fucking crazy. Anyways, um, SDago619. Rice, what's up, Ben? I know you probably answered this before, but what brand are your glasses and sunglasses much love and God bless. I currently really, for the last like seven, eight years, only wear Retro Super Future. Um, my main glasses that I wear for sunglasses are called Super, I'm sorry, called Classic, literally. And they're just in matte black. And then I have the Zero frame, which is like a flat. There's no like concave, you know, that's not concave at all. And I wear the Retro Super Future Classic Zero. So it's different. It's, it, they're both they're both the same glass, but one has a flat lens and one doesn't. And they're both prescription. And then my eyeglasses, I don't know what they're called, but they're retro super future. So we check them out. They got the best glasses. They're fucking super dope. Cake Eater writes, the only podcast that matters. Do you fuck with Vlad? Uh, Be Real shouted you out in his interview and seemed like Vlad knew you. Would you ever do an interview with him? Um, I know Vlad. You know, uh, I got nothing against Vlad. I just feel like he does too much clickbait and everything else. And I know him. Like, he's he's cool. You know, I got no issues. And, like, he seems to get more butthurt about certain random small little things. But, yeah, obviously me and Real have a lot of history together. That's my boy. But uh, Vlad, I mean, I'd interview Vlad, you know, on the show and whatever. But i do his show. Yeah, i do his show. Like, why not? I'm sure he would actually ask the most controversial shit in the world, all the shit that tried to get me in trouble. It's fucking hilarious. Um... Bart Jeff writes nothing but gangster talk. By the way, if you didn't know this, I'm answering these questions for the first just in live. I don't look at these questions before. That's it. I'm looking at these motherfuckers for the first time right now. Um, Bart Jeff writes, Yo man, been a day one supporter since Sloss and Swap Meat store. Bought my first piece in there. I remember pulling up and seeing a white GT3RS and knowing it was yours. Keep putting out the cold interviews and drop nothing but pure gangster shit. Trying to get Oh man this dude's just leaving the fucking naked thing Okay bro Hey man Thank you very much Bart I appreciate it man I gotta get to the questions uh, George Espinoza writes Fan question I'm sure there's a lot of people That you're trying to get on your podcast But is there a high demand for Dumbfounded As one of your guests I'm not sure if fans are asking for this But both you guys rep Korea And both you are genuine and chill dudes I'm not sure if you guys ever met Or what your relationship is like Anyways love the podcast Hope you see this Hey, George, just so you know, Jonathan is a friend of mine. Um, We're not super close and we're not like acquaintances. He's a friend of mine. Um, I've been on Dumbfounded's show, at least two of his shows. He is somebody I met through actually alchemist of all people. He's from Koreatown, represents my hood, still lives in my hood. He is a solid dude, man. One day I do need to get around and getting him on the show. He is a he's a good dude, man. So if anybody tells Dumbfounded about this and whatever, or Dumbfounded, if John, if you listen to this, bro, you know I'll fuck with you, bro. Much love, homie. Jones Carrera writes, what up, Mr. John Cusack? I've noticed you're kind of misunderstood. A lot of people hate non-billionaires as if it's just hate and not understanding their role and keeping others in poverty. May I suggest you watch the Netflix doc, Capital in the 21st Century. It's not that we hate rich people it's that a lot of things like philanthropy and billionaires are the problem with our economy. Would also be cool to hear an economy expert on the show. Uh, I, I mean, I know you're not calling me a billionaire. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm actually misunderstanding this question, but I am going to check out uh, that show. And I'm trying to reread this now and wondering if I, if I read it in the wrong context. I'm not hating on billionaires at all, you know. Um, but it seems like you you have more insight from watching that and cool. Definitely gonna have some people. I need to get my boy Pomp on the show. I want to get my boy Ed Milet. There's a couple of really big people I want to get. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the shit. Thank you very much though. Uh, Deuce Keys writes emotionally unavailable day one listener since MySpace. Did you get or are you gonna get the emotionally unavailable Bear Brick If so, why? If not, why? Tommy from Denver. Uh, I did get it. Uh, why? Because KB and Edison are good friends of mine. And I was like one of the guys who like, definitely got KB wrong. But KB was very well connected and everything else. But yeah, man, I have the Bear Brick. Uh, I bought it. I have all their Bear Bricks. And uh, you already know, man, that's much love to EO and uh, my boy Eddie C. Edison Chen, who I need to have on the fucking show, man. If he'll talk for real, that'd be fucking dope. And shout out to KB, my bad. Alan Chino Ortiz writes, Luigi, rude, A-Rod, primitive. Yo, what's good, band Listener, big fan since episode one. I listen every time you drop at work with my coworker. I know you brought up Ruiji a couple times. I've seen you rocking rude recently. My question is, when will you have him on? This is more of a discussion, but I heard the A-Rod pod. You mean the P-Rod pod, okay? When it dropped and something interesting came up. He states, primitive is his brand, Not that long ago, watching a Ruiji interview with Chad Veach. It's on YouTube. Ruiji makes a comment about Primitive being his first brand he created, but the idea being stolen from him. Do you know anything about this? This is pretty interesting since I know they both grew up in the same area. I did a little digging and Ruiji has tweets from a couple years ago stating that Primitive is whack. And I was wondering if this is something you could ask for clarification if you ever had him on. Thanks for keeping it real on your pod, even though I do got to turn it down sometimes when you do your rants. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm playing with you, man. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it, dog. I rant. You know what I'm saying? Um, that is interesting, bro. Uh, P Rod, somebody I know for a long time. Luigi, I haven't known in a long time, but we have a lot of mutual friends. You can't remember. Richie's a really young dude, very successful, came up. And you know what the funny thing is? They both definitely came up in the valley and they both grew up in the same area, which is really crazy. So, you know what? I didn't know anything about that. I'm definitely gonna have Luigi on the show and I'm definitely going to ask him about Primitive. That is fucking crazy. Cause I know the other partner that P Rod has for Primitive has a fucking good motherfucking question. Thank you for that insight. That was fucking dope, man. Appreciate you. 420 Steven writes Would you ever get music CEOs on the pod? Jimmy Humilde, uh, who I don't know how, Humilde would be a great one. He's like a 38 year old Mexican American guy from LA who signed young, talented Latin kids, basically created a whole new genre that's really blown up. I wonder if you're thinking, if you're talking about my boy, uh, fucking Lulu, which I don't think, it's, that's not Lulu, but anyways, yeah, he's kind of in that same thing. Actually, I think I might have met this dude, Jimmy. Like, no bullshit, no bullshit. Definitely, uh, yeah, why not? Uh, you know, there's definitely, you know, the thing is, man, I know there's different genres and stuff, but for the most part, business is business for the, for the sake of it, but why not? You know, I had Biggs, obviously, he's CEO. He's probably, you know, CEO of one of the most, Famous record labels ever Because Rockefeller is huge And so If you do listen to the podcast Why don't you pull up The episode with Biggs CEO CEO of, of uh, Rockefeller uh, Michael Farkas writes Ben I know you've always Talked about love You've gotten from both Breakfast Club And Big Boy's Neighborhood But if you had to pick One radio show Which would it be and why If you call into The Breakfast Club And make fun of Envy's beard I'll hook you up With an Amazon gift card <laughs> Does Envy even have a beard? Like, I don't remember him having a... I mean, he must have a bad beard yeah, Because, I mean, that's my boy. And I see him on fucking social all the time. Um, You know, man, obviously I love Big Boy, you know, and everything. And, and uh, you know, E-Man's my dog. But, you know, it's very local, you know. And I love local things. It's just not... I mean, and I know he's syndicated. But, like, you know, um, I think the Breakfast Club is more my... It's crazy to say that. But, yeah, I mean, I if I had to choose between the two, I would probably choose Breakfast Club because it's more... Uh, relevant to what I like now uh, Big Boys Neighborhood is, is cool I'm getting wrong Much love to That's my dog But yeah, I would choose uh, <laughs> I would choose a breakfast club I'm just laughing at the fucking beard comment I'm not going to call into the show, man um, Anna Kenna writes K-Town, Alaska, white teas. Hey, what's up, Ben? I'm a huge fan of the podcast Been following you since Nike Talk A while back you mentioned You weren't too picky about your white teas. I was wondering if, you could, if I could send you Some of my favorite white teas. To show some love, appreciate all the gems, much love and respect. Vincent, a.k.a. Ketchikan, K-Town, Alaska. Oh, shit. Okay. You from Alaska? That's what's up, Vincent. Vincent, bro, email behindtheballerpod at gmail.com. I had to fucking, I forgot, man. Because like, behindtheballerpod ballerPod gmail? No, behindtheballerpod at gmail. And definitely, I'm an XL in white tees, man. Send them my way, man. Uh, Jordan or Miles, one of them will get back to you with the address. Uh, Jabu14 writes, what's good, Ben? I've been a fan since the YouTube days. I appreciate you keeping 100. My question is, if a girl claims she was pregnant and the kid is yours, what would you do to prepare, protect yourself so she doesn't screw you over somehow? Well, bro, (laughs) first of all, man, who the fuck? I mean, really, you shouldn't be busting nuts and chicks um, that ain't your girl that you ain't really with with. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. That's just scary, you know, like as far as STDs and stuff. And so you should be using condoms. Next, you know, you should try to figure out, you know, what this chick's sex life was like or kind of know, you know, especially if you can do a bus one night stand or whatever. I mean, or ask these questions. And, um, you know, as far as preparation, if it is your kid, I mean, yeah, I mean, hope you set aside some bread and think about, you know, what it's going to be like to have your first kid and everything else. And to protect yourself, I mean, if it's disrespectful or not, whatever, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. If you feel like this woman is promiscuous or even you have, you're just feeling sus, you know, you got to get a motherfucking DNA test, bro. You got to get a fucking test, period. This is is what it is. Go Go on The Maury Show, man, and shout me out on the show. I love Maury, man. Um... Cheeseburger's iconic city Writes hello I'm a big fan of the podcast I've literally listened to every episode and I wish I could fast forward and listen to future episodes I'm listening from the Midwest In Kansas City I want to first thank you for being the person that says What's on your mind without caring about Other people's opinions My question to you is If you had grown up in the Midwest and had no Los Angeles bias Which city is more iconic New York or Los Angeles and why Fuck, man, if I grew up in the Midwest, like let's just say Chicago maybe. If I grew up in Chicago, I probably think New York was more iconic just because it's a metropolitan city and it's not really out. And plus, you know, there's like, you know, Evanston and shit and being out, whatever, boom. Now, if I grew up like in fucking Detroit or something... Think I might pick like Los Angeles Just because you know there's like a west coast vibe There just how Eminem Detroit and everything How they the gangster shit BMF and stuff and just the whole culture With LA I mean I would pick LA just because the weather Shit man you know what I mean I'm not a big fan of the midwest weather But yeah man that's thank you for listening To the show thank you for wanting to listen to future Episodes that's fucking love man Appreciate it And now The last question Is from Philly, Steve, twenty-three, huge fan. Quick question, hey Ben, I've been following you for a while, huge fan of yours. I listen to every episode. I've been trying to get your gold money counter that came out three times, but wasn't able to get it. Is there any way I could get one without paying stock X prices? Um, bro, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't have. I have one. All right, I literally have one. We had one at my store, at my I Coast Store, and somebody stole that motherfucker. All right. I have my platinum counter right, and um, I don't have the gold one anymore. I have my platinum one and the platinum ones haven't shipped out yet. So when I get those, there's going to be a giveaway on here. Another one, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't I don't know what to say. Uh, the second part of his question is I have a few one ounce gold bars. I'm from Philly and want to know where I can sell them without getting ripped off and paying minimum commission. Are gold shots supposed to give me the bid price or spot price that I see online minus five, 10% commission? Um, let me stop you there. If you're selling gold, if you're going to sell it under spot, bro, you should go on eBay and get rid of it. Boom. Yes. You're going to lose low money on, on the the transfer, whatever, you know, you lose 10% from PayPal fees, blah, blah, whatever. But that's the minimum. You should be able to fucking be able to get one out. I me mean, looking, bro, bro, if you got a one ounce bar, man, and you want to get rid of it for spot, there should be many people that want to get it from you. Especially, you know, right now gold's at a high fucking price, bro. that's, easy you should be able to go to any diamond district or jewelry store commission spot and don't let them fucking t- they're going to sell it for more than that because gold bars tangible gold goes for a premium so they go for percentages above so like let's say for instance i have a gold coin that i paid like let's say for argument's sake let's say it's two thousand dollars okay that means the gold coins worth like twenty two hundred you don't want to sell it for fucking two cheese. i mean just it's the game you know and most of my go i have paid for a gold coin since gold was $1,200 an ounce and then you got three motherfucking questions here right lastly I also have some 24 karat gold necklaces that I want to sell at spot if possible can you recommend any places I could sell them could be online LA or even Philly do me a favor bro Philly Steve you tripping me out right now man because they got fucking um the fuck is that jewelry store and fucking uh I swear to god my brain is so fucking bad the one that Meek Mill fucks with pretty heavy I forgot what the fuck they're called It's not tracks What the fuck is a store man Anyways look Bro Email Ben Baller Did the card At gmail.com Send me pictures Send me all the specs Gold weight on the 24k necklaces Let me check them out I might fuck with them Alright y'all Yo That was it for fan questions Yo We're about to get into the outro of the show Get into another commercial break I think I'm not really sure Miles what the fuck are we doing Okay You know what play some Lakey Lake and we'll be right back. All right, y'all. You ever had anything stuck in your teeth on a date or on an important business meeting? Are you a frequent flosser or just floss when you got something stuck? Only one out of every two people brush twice a day and the same goes for flossing regularly what type of person are you you know that I love quip the electric toothbrush you hear about from me all the time but it's their sleek reusable floss picks you'll want to use next the durable handle is easy to guide restrings with the click and comes with a compact mirrored dispensing case for on the go plus a single refill pod replaces over 180 single use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and for the environment. Not a pick person, Quip also has refillable floss string that expands to clean. You can personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors, plus anti cavity toothpaste for every taste in mint and watermelon. And now you can get amazing rewards just for brushing every day. Quip Smart electric toothbrushes connect to the free Quip app. Quip also delivers brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. Bring delight to your everyday brushing and join the over 5 million mouths brushing with Quip starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash baller right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash baller. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash baller. Quip. Better oral health made simple. I went to a Go see a client this weekend in Malibu And I took my center there I was like you don't go to Malibu fuck it You know it's nice and clean Shout out to Cyclone Detail And uh, not knowing how far Or how super deep in Malibu This girl lived I fucking put it in my Google And I was like alright you know I'll be there in you know 23 minutes whatever cause I'm gonna smash down there Hit a little canyon or whatever And then it's like yo 49 minutes I'm like hold on, wait, wait what the fuck I realized she lived fucking 45 miles away from my house. And I haven't busted a mission like that for a client in a long time. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I finally get there to her house, right? I pull up. And, uh, you know, I lived in Malibu for a little while. I think I talked about Nick Adler and Lou Adler, my godfather and stuff. And, you know, the very successful, chill, humble, good people. But the average house or the average beach house in Malibu, the average price of one is around $20 million or higher. Easily. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a lot of beach houses. Like, I'm talking beachfront, okay? Beachfront property, beach houses. Most of them are easily in the $20, $25 million range, but there's a lot that are you know, 50, 60 here and there, whatever. But like, I pull up to the gate and it's not like, it's different. There's no like, Short driveway where I'm like, kind of like, you know, like, it's like, I'm like, fuck, you know, I didn't know what to five thousand to park on PCH, right? I'm like, okay. And so this motherfucker had seven acres of land, okay? I pulled the car and there was a little bit of a driveway going down, but I'm like, I'm tripping. I'm like, I see the house on the left. I'm like, oh, shit, is this the house? Where am I going? Boom. Someone had to tell me, no, 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 you got to go all the way down, all the way down. So I'm like driving, you know, for a little bit of time. And I've just never seen that much land in Malibu. Like, never. Okay? There was, like, two different guest houses, one right on the beach, like, literally just go out and you fucking open the door and sands there. And then there's one by the by the gate, by the entry. And they were, each of them were, like, 3,500-square-foot houses. All right? The main house was 11,000 square feet. All right? I did the math... You know, I c I kinda know what like, you know, what certain land goes for, like an acre and this shit, right? Cause like, you know, I had a friend who uh who lived uh not that far, um, like maybe fifteen minutes away, and uh he sold uh two acres for like sixty mil, right? Anyways, bottom line is this shit had to be a two hundred twenty million dollar house. Easily, at the least. Two twenty M. All right. And Like, they could easily just break this bitch up if they wanted to in pieces, whatever, and get rid of it. I, I, man, the family that lives here, they drive Range Rover Sports. The dad, the wife drives a regular Range Rover. My homie, she drives a Range Rover Sport. She don't even drive the fucking supercharged, okay? And my boy drives a Jeep. Like, they got parking, covered parking for 20 cars. And then easily another 10 could park outside, easily, even more, in the driveway. It just made me sick, okay? I wasn't inspired at all. I was actually broken up. Like, this shit is crazy. And then this girl tells me that she's like, oh, well, you know, my dad didn't have as much money as you had at your age. Meaning at 47, her dad didn't have the net worth that I have right now. And I still didn't even feel motivated I felt better, but I was like, yo, I'm fucking content Okay Because if I get to that level of paper I'm going to officially become a net job I'm, I'm going to go crazy Okay I'm going to do some other shit Like I said, I'm never going to walk on the ground I'm going to fucking make somebody carry me Or I'm going to levitate, do stupid shit I'm going to go do silly shit Like, I'm going to go create my own language I'm going to literally create a language that only I'm going to only let five people know what the language is Okay and like I'll only let five people learn it Like I'll really act a fucking fool Okay and you guys don't want that Alright I'll probably just burp For 13 minutes Somehow I'll figure it out for podcast episodes I'll do stupid shit But the point of the story is I've never been in a 220 million dollar house In my life And it's just fucking crazy That there's such a fucking divide Between the wealthy And the poor Okay Again very good people Not snooty at all, but it's just, it's just really, really sad. You know, I I just, not that they can't be tone deaf. How do you not, how are you not tone deaf when you're a billionaire? But it's just like, just again, man, it just, it just bums me out, man. You know? And again, man, I just get all these random people hit me up for Vemos and stuff and everything. And there's all these people complaining about, oh man, Meek Mill only gave these kids $20, whatever. It's like, motherfuckers don't have to give anybody anything. But there's the people that really don't do shit. And there's people that do. And everyone does the share trip, But it's just so crazy how much there is. It's fucked up. All right, look. I'm fired up. I tried to calm down and I can't. My voice is fucked up. I was screaming. Made it worse. I already had a sore throat. So right now, we just got to get into this fucking bitch ass, punk ass bullshit-ass Seahawks team that we got going on right now. And that's fucking, you know, no disrespect to anybody that I'm cool with on the team and everything else. I'm sure some of the Seahawks listen to this episode, but man, I'm so fucking fucking mad right now. Like, there's nobody who watches sports who hasn't laughed at fucking Seahawks or said, what the fuck? Every single sports fucking show, okay? Even news channels has said, what an upset by the New York Giants. Look, I don't even fucking mind the New York Giants. I was a big fan of Lawrence Taylor back in the day. Carl Banks, you know what I'm saying? Haas Stetler, that whole fucking Super Bowl era. You know, like, I didn't fuck with Phil Simms, though. But look, these fucking Giants, the G-Man we played yesterday, they played with the backup quarterback. They beat us, all right? It was such a shitty game that they were saying, what's the score between the Mariners and the Yankees game? Because it was 5-0, all right? It was a fucking terrible. Fu- this it was the wor- with the worst play calling I've ever witnessed, and it was the fucking most fucked up game that I've witnessed in the Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson era. I got that from somebody else, but you know what? I felt that way. So fuck you. Okay, it's not plagiarism. The level of bad luck as well, like the safety in the end zone, yeah, it's a blessing. It's a blessing when we're fucking sacking the quarterback on a play, but it was a fucking punt. We blocked the punt, and then the fuck, like, come on, bro. Like, that's supposed to be seven points, and fuck you, bitch, to anybody who says, oh, six points, no, listen, we got a good kicker. Myers is a good kicker, all right? I'll never say six. That was seven, and we're inches a fucking way. Fucking Dallas, man, how the fuck you let that shit go? Grab that fucking ball and get us the fucking TD. It'd be a whole fucking outcome, okay? The opening drive, we get down to the goal line and we can't get in. We kick a fucking field goal and just some bullshit-ass fucking plays that we had, it's fucking embarrassing, all right? Again, we beat ourselves except this time to the worst team we've played against, okay? They said the stats were like, oh, every time Russell throws over one interception, you know, um, they're 0-3, but then when he throws one interception, they're 5-0. Oh. No, motherfucker, he threw fucking one interception. We still fucking lost because we're literally playing to not lose. We need to be playing to fucking win and beat motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? We had no problem with fucking the Philadelphia last week, right? And we lose to the fucking New York Giants. This is the worst team that we've played against. Yes, I don't give a fuck if the G-men are on a three-game win streak. They are fucking trash, Okay. The NFC East, right? The NFC East teams with a losing record are 0 and 28 against an NFC winning record team. Or I don't know if that was confusing at all. But any fucking team under 500 in the NFC East are 0 and 28 against the NFC winning record team, meaning been playing better than fucking 500 ball. All right, we sucked. Russell Wilson is who I fucking blame uh, besides the fucking coaching staff. he is a major part of why we lost. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know who the fuck he is right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on inside his head, but God damn, like the key moments where he's about to get sacked or he does get sacked. He doesn't throw the fucking ball. He just holds on to this motherfucker. Okay. And the times that he has more time, he gets called for intentional grounding. Like, like, you know we, we had fucking two of our starting offensive fucking you know uh uh linemen out okay and russell's out here thinking like we got the fucking Kansas City Chiefs offensive no oh, he thinks we have the fucking 2000 fucking 6 2005 fucking New England Patriots offensive line like what the fuck something is off and he ain't locked in he ain't focused I have been sick all night, and I'm going to be sick all fucking day because we can't do shit even if we win every single fucking game until the playoffs because I don't fucking believe we're going to, all right? We had the fucking laughing fucking stock fucking schedule except for the Rams at the end of the season. I figured that would be our only L, okay? But this is fucking trash. I'm legitimately baffled, all right? But after doing a little bit of research, I got a good idea of why Russell seems like he's a little distracted, okay? You want to know why? Russell, why the fuck do you have a podcast, bro? Okay? Now, look, I don't mind you having a little hobby and shit, whatever, boom. Bro, you got a 100 fucking $200 million contract, whatever the fuck the number is, okay? Look, bro, it's cool to have a hobby, I get it, but do that shit in the off-season, okay? If you were fucking David Moore or Twain or fucking you know fucking flowers even somebody or right? anyone else but no bro you're not only are you the quarterback you're the fucking leader and captain of our fucking team bro stop that shit okay you were 5 and 0 before you started your podcast now you're 3 and 4 with this fucking podcast all right, fuck man <sighs> We got the fucking shitty-ass New York Jets who are fucking 0-12, okay? And they've been playing hard as fuck, okay? They almost literally they came so close to beating a very decent Raiders team, all right? They came down the fucking wire. And who fucking knows what the fucking they're going to try against us? You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. We suck. We're going to go do fucking gold balls against the wall. Who fucking knows? Man, we are just playing completely unacceptable. Man, motherfuckers need to figure this shit out. We need to, they need to motherfucking make the, the spread 24 and we need to fuck, I need to bet money on it or I just need to punish my, this is just bullshit. This is some, this is terrible. Like, this is, this is, I'm sorry, buddy. But fuck every other team in the NFL. I don't give a fuck. Fuck everyone else. I don't want to fucking elaborate or recap anything on the fucking, the weekend in the NFL. Fuck everyone who fucking, and who played. Okay. As far as betting, look, man, we broke Pretty much even on the picks this week, uh, a majority, almost all of my picks that lost this weekend, they lost in the last two minutes of their fucking games, except for like two games, okay? But yo, check it out. On the flip side, hold on. I went a perfect 4-0 and o on my locks. That's where it's important. That's why I tell a motherfucker it's a lock, bitch, meaning it's guaranteed to fucking win. Okay, so now we are 9-0 and with our locks. So fuck you, okay? I won just under $100,000 this weekend. Shit doesn't change anything. I'm still mad. Fuck the money, all right? I'm going to let it ride. But the only loss that I bet on was the fucking Punk-Ass Bears game. And again, that shit lost the fucking last fucking minute, all right? Fucking bullshit how they flipped that fucking game, the fucking Detroit Lions, man. And O'Day, a day. Ode Abushi, fuck you. I know you tweeted that shit and whatever, boom. And I know you're trying to be politically correct. Listen, fuck you. This is my podcast. Tell you, fuck you. Love you and love your sister. Fuck you. Fuck Detroit Lions. Um <laughs> I just, I just, man. I, I really just I can't believe it. This is just such a fucking damn man. But you know what though? Um, much love to ESPN for the shout out on the Snickers chain. Um, you know what? do me a favor after you're listening, after you finish listening to the show, go to the Ben Baller Pod Instagram page and tell me in the comments of the BTB post because there's a post up uh, right now. Go to that post and tell me who you think should be the winner of the Snickers chain this week and I'll tally the votes up and I'll actually include them in my voting. Like, no bullshit. And by the way, did you see... On Sunday morning when they um, when they showed that dude Rex, you know what I'm saying, wearing a Stingers chain, he leads the fucking ESPN Sunday pack in betting. And he ain't even fucking, he's like 13, no, like 15, 20 games less fucking wins than I have. So fuck you, all right? As for betting for tonight's Monday night football game. I changed my mind on some picks, but really, you know what? The lines moved and the lines have changed, Okay. I like the Steelers, minus seven, over the Washington football team. I like the Bills, plus one, against the bitch-ass Niners. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Maybe I do need to look at a scouting report. Something happened. Did fucking 15 players uh, come off the fucking Bills or something? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Okay. For tomorrow night's game, Tuesday night football. Just sounds fucking weird saying tomorrow, Tuesday night. Uh, I like the Ravens minus nine And this is just more of like a desperation thing Not on my behalf Because I don't give a fuck about the Ravens But because they just can't have another L You know like I know they're in the locker room right now Like yo we're playing some bullshit ball right now Look They can't let it happen Lamar can't let it happen He needs to come back and be Lamar of last year uh, Or pretty much Lamar is a fluke He gonna be fucking RG3 Or some shit I mean I don't know He's gonna be some other shit So those are the fucking bets that I have Alright Uh, guys, my mini gold fridge doesn't drop until the middle of or you know what probably mid or the end of January. Okay. All right. It's not out yet. I don't know how the fuck you guys don't read captions and shit. But yo, that bitch goes hard in the paint. That motherfucker's hard as a motherfucker. Okay. High quality. It's like nicely built. It gets cold as shit. That motherfucker, I got my waters in that bitch right now. The motherfuckers are chilly chill, okay? It's perfect for a studio or for, you know, right next on your bedroom, you know, right next to the bedside table, whatever, or it's good for makeup and skincare. I didn't even know that until all these makeup artists were telling me that they're putting their moisturizers and all that shit in there, their creams and stuff. Um, People keep asking me the price tag. It is $500. Yep. It is the most expensive gold item that I've had. Guess what? It is going to fucking sell out in 20, 30 seconds. It is going to be fucking gone immediately. Resale is probably going to run around $1,000 or more. And I know this. Why? Because I only made 250 of these. I made none. All right? And usually there's like 20, 30, 40,000 people trying to buy these. Guess what? I'm not restocking these. This is that one drop and that is it. All right? They're going to fucking fly. I'm holding like, you know a good amount, because I'm going to gift some of my good friends, my family, because they don't get to get shit all the time here and there, so I'm going to hold 50 of them, all right, for friends and family, I think Network's going to have like three they got to hold, but I'm holding like 40 legit, I got to give to homies and bless them, because this is an actual dope ass item that you can use, and not saying, look man, not everyone could use a vacuum sealer, it was for trappers, a lot of shit, it was a novelty item in there, This is not only very usable, it is a conversation piece. It is fucking beautiful. Cash counter is dope. It's always going to be good. Not everyone needs to use a fucking scale or anything. Boom. A lot of jewelers, though, they love that scale. But I'm telling you, everyone from John Mayer to fucking Drake to fucking so many fools had hit me up about this. Can't wait for it to drop because I actually want a couple more in like my office and other areas. But yeah, gold mini fridge. Fuck the internet up. Thank you guys for fucking liking the pics and all of this shit and everything else. Now, and now, (laughs) for the moment that 11,000 people have been waiting for, Mr. Miles Davis, can you give me a drum roll, please? The winner of my custom-made $20,000 Diamond Seattle Mariners chain is Sam... Cameron of Seattle Washington Yo can we get some motherfucking cheers Some hand claps What the fuck Miles, wow, I was like it's too quiet What's good What's going on man uh, Sam His Twitter is His Twitter and his Instagram Is at Sam To the cam Alright And I've never seen a fucking tweet From this dude He's never tweeted at me I've never seen a comment on my IG From this dude But he follows me And you know what Look My assistant, Sean, he used an automation random raffle app, you know, to choose. I didn't know these things existed until, um, thank God, it's so many fucking emails he had to go through. And uh, it was fucking a job, right? To choose all the way to get to the top 10, all right, out of thousands of entries, okay? And the crazy thing is this dude only bought 10 cards, which is crazy because there's guys that bought 100 There's guys who bought 50, 60, 40. This dude only bought 10 fucking cards. And guess what? There was at least a 1,000 people from fucking Seattle who bought this shit. There was people all over the fucking place, okay? But you know what? You know what? You know what? Sam, congrats, man. I hope you don't sell this thing. I hope you wear it. I hope you fucking wear it with pride. I hope you give it to your kids someday if you decide to have some. I don't know if you have some. I don't know. But you seem like a really chill person, checked out your Instagram page and everything. Look, I'm really happy that it went to you. You seem like a proud Seattle native. Yo, congrats, bro, and God bless, okay? For those of you who seem to have some sort of discrepancy with the rules, check it out. I announced the contest here before anywhere else. The first time I ever talked about it was here on the podcast So yes, that gives my podcast listeners an advantage. And it gives them an incentive to subscribe to the show. And that's how it's always been for the big giveaways. right. Now I don't know if this guy even listens to the podcast, but check it out. There was some kind of misunderstanding. The reason why I wanted a winner to make sure it was mandatory to have both social media accounts, which I mentioned on the last episode, was for transparency only so that you're a real person, you ain't tied to me, you're some random motherfucker I'm just giving the chain to, okay? And I am so glad that this dude had a non-private page, okay? It was totally random how he won, and there it is, all right? Now, had the winner of this contest not had an IG or not had a Twitter, we had to have one of the each, I'm sure, but didn't have one of them, we would have contacted them and said, hey, listen, man, we would have emailed them, said, they set one up, get one up fucking immediately ASAP, or you ain't gonna fucking win, boom, put up some like one or two legit picks so we could see what's really, really good and just put it out there so motherfuckers could see even if you got no fucking followers, but it just makes it more legit when someone does, all right? And this shit ended up being, he ended up being a winner in all ways and organically, okay? So thank you to everyone who participated, and again, congrats to Sam, Cameron on winning the $20,000 chain. Bro, please send me your mailing address so I could send you your chain. All right, guys. It is time to wrap this episode up. uh There's nothing really to talk about movie or show wise. I don't even think, I think there's something on the fucking thing. I think I saw, the fuck is it? The fucking, um the fuck is it? The blonde, amb- I, I forget what the fuck that movie, anyways, man. Look, Ghost is back on the air, right, they took a little break, Ghost, the power spinoff, you know, Ghost, fucking power, 50 cent, the spinoff is back, and I'm hyped about it, um, oh, shit, I forgot to talk about, yo, big shout out to fucking Errol Sprintz, congrats on winning, on beating fucking Danny, Fanny Garcia, I'm not a real fucking fan of fucking uh, Danny Garcia, I don't fuck with him, and not just because Johnny Dang is like his boy, but I just don't really fuck with dude, okay, You know what? By the way, Errol Spence, I'm glad you're back from the accident. It's fucking crazy. Yo, you did your thing. Um, You remind me of Floyd, the way that your defense and everything. And speaking of Floyd, yo, this is fucking crazy, man. Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Logan Paul, the YouTuber, in an exhibition fight. I don't think it's in February, right? And I'm going to be real with you. Floyd is going to wash Logan Paul. I don't give a fuck if he's 220, 230, whatever. He's a big boy. Right, but Floyd is a whole different level. Floyd is going to wash that boy, like some motherfucking draws in a sink, okay. And by the way, I think I am doing Logan's show. We talked just yesterday, and we talked about the shit, cause you know I'm Floyd's friend, whatever. But I don't know. We're gonna have. I guarantee that's gonna be actually a really good episode. Um, and I want to have him on the show too. Uh, but this Thursday is gonna be a fucking monster episode, okay? Asian excellence. Make sure you download the HBO Max app onto your smart TV, to your phone, to your iPad, whatever, and make sure you watch House of Ho, all right, which debuts this Thursday, December 10th. And the episode this Thursday, December 10th, is with my bro. We got my bro, Washington Ho, the star of the new show, House of Ho. Remember, this is Asian excellence. Got to support our yellow people, okay, He is a very special guest this Thursday. I'm fucking juiced. All right? And real quick, sorry, real quick. I added some rare, fancy-ass champagne for sale on bbdtc.com. I got some rare Dom P. Rosé. I got regular Dom P. Rosé. I got PJ Rosé. I'm talking about that real Paris-Jouet. Air. I'm talking about the motherfucking real clear bottles, that good shit, okay, for cheap, like, like, Way less than fucking obviously, and you can't even find a lot of this shit, anyways. Okay. Now, ideally, I want you to live in SoCal, so you must live in LA so that we can fucking work something out as far as like, you know, meetups and shit. My, my assistant just meet you locally and give you the champagne bottles. But if you don't live and you click the fucking button and you live somewhere else, we could ship it out. We'll figure it out, whatever. And just have to fucking pay a fee to ship it. Just don't want to ship champagne. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a bitch. But yo, Go to bbdtc.com and go to Ben's Closet to buy the champagne. It's the holidays, which means it's the best time to drink some champagne and celebrate it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yo, I love you. I will see you in a few days. All right, guys. Lakey Lake. Lake Lakey Lake. What's good, dog? Yo, man, take us out of here, homie.